Dave Coulier's got a show coming out live and local on Pure Flix July the 7th. He's waiting for my birthday to release it, Jerry. He is indeed. He's going to be in Athens November 5th at uh, OU, the Templeton Auditorium. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So let's, it's always good. We can even talk NHL playoffs with him. Yes, we can. Good morning, Dave Coulier. Good morning. How are you, fellers? We're doing okay. Are you going to go out hit, go out on the lake this morning? I see you on uh, social media doing a lot of fishing lately. Uh, it is walleye season here on Lake St. Clair in Michigan, so uh, uh-huh. I will I will get out there. Hey, for and, sure. and Dave, while I, I bring up the social media, I follow you on uh, Twitter. I know you're on all the platforms. Do you ever get tired as a celebrity on social media? Isn't it exa- It's got to be exhausting for you. Well, there are times when uh, I just need to put my phone down and make a little departure from what's not really going on in the world. Right. <laughs> what's going on in social media isn't necessarily what's really going on in the world. But we have a thing at my house called No Cell Sunday. So we do not do cell phones on, on Sunday. It's kind of like our way of going to church. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Can you install that in my house? Then, <laughs> it'll, it'll Monday, be, Monday, you're all in. No, that'll be bleep you, Dad, Monday. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> hey, tell us about this new show. It involves uh, radio, right? It does. It's um, it's for Sony Affirm. It'll be airing on Pure Flix uh, on 7 7. Um, and uh, it's called Live and Local. And, I, and it's a real departure for me, this character that I play. Um, he, uh, he's kind of a real curmudgeon radio host in a very small market. Okay. And, uh, he's, he's number one in this small market and he's not going to change. So they try and bring in a young producer and talk about social media. Uh, you know, they're trying to get him to, you know, go on social media and he's just like, Hey, I'm number one. I'm not, you know, if it's, you don't change the recipe for Coca-Cola. Right. So, so um, it's a really interesting role for me, um, and it premieres on uh, Pure Flix, which is uh, Sony's new streaming service. A radio uh, host. Yeah, it's a radio show. I like you know, it. I, Should call Jerry yeah. and do some research, if Dave. Any, if you have any questions, so does your producer on Live and Local, does he have a kooky nickname? Because producers always get nicknames. Yeah, well, we have a, a, it's a young woman, and her name is Lucy, and then I think in the very first episode, I nicknamed her Producey Lucy. Producey okay. Lucy, right? <laughs> Hey, how, yeah. oft, how often, because I know you did a little bit of the Fuller House, but how often does your agent call you and go, all right, Dave, we got this sitcom, and here's what you're going to do. I mean, does that, do you get pitched a lot of stuff? No. Because <laughs> I figured you would because of the of the sitcom success and yeah. your your stand up success. Right. You know, um, you know, the first rule of improv: always agree, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To a question, so um, you know, the the truth is, I have my own company, a production company called Grilled Cheese Media, and we're producing things. And so, uh, I directed a bunch of Fuller House episodes. And I really enjoyed my time on the other side of the camera. So um, I am trying to produce and write. And uh, we're talking about actually building a studio here in Detroit, which would be fantastic. Um, So I really, you know, I've got so many years of 
the other side of the camera under my belt. I've been doing this 44 years now. Yeah. And I really enjoyed being able to direct and work with actors. And I really enjoy, you know, writing movies and creating television shows. So I thought, what the heck, let me strike out on my own. And hopefully I'm the guy who's, uh, you know, calling agents and pitching actors. Yeah. When, at what point did you realize into full house, the original run that you, because you've kind of found a niche with children's content, whether it's the Cartoon Network. Well, I guess always doing the cartoon voices, it, your career kind of lended itself to that. But you've really found a niche with this this children's programming. Yeah, you know, that's always kind of been my career yeah. from my early days of hosting Out of Control on Nickelodeon. It just kind of guided me down that path. And um, my company just sold a show called Yum Yum, which is an animated series uh, for little guys, for like three to five-year-olds. And it's just a really cute show about an island that floats around the world and meets different cultures. And, and um, you know, I, I guess I worked with Jim Henson on The Muppet Babies, and uh, I, I hear his voice in my head often about what his sensibilities were. And when you're listening to a guy that has long hair and a beard and sounds like Kermit the Frog, you can't disagree. Yeah. Dave Coulier is with us and his show coming on Pure Flix July 7th, live and local. Hey, hey with Bob <laughs> passing, we had Bob on right before he, he passed and we were so sad about the whole thing. Is Does that mean because Fuller House comes out on Netflix and my kids, I got a 15, a 13, and a 9-year-old and they couldn't get enough of it. In fact, they liked it so much, they went back to Full House and watched, watched the show is with Bob's passing, is anything doing another show, doing a reunion, doing anything involving that? Is that over? No, we will, we will always keep Bob alive in some way, shape, or form. And my Full House uh, co-stars, we're pretty, we're pretty close. I uh -huh. mean, we are a really close-knit family. So we talk all the time, and we text all the time, and we get together and, you know, we would love to shine that spotlight on Bob. And I'm not sure if it's a, a series fullest house or an animated series, but we would definitely love to keep Bob's legacy alive in whatever we do in the future. So um, that's a great question. Thanks for, yeah. for uh, you know, asking that and thinking about Bob. But but believe me, we will we will always um keep him alive in, in our minds and our hearts because he was a really special guy. I met Bob when I was 18 years old here in Detroit. I, I remember. Yes. Comedy club. Same and, here. Uh, you know, uh, you know, immediately we uh, just became best buddies and, you know, uh, I slept on his couch when I first got to LA and, you know, here we do full house and I, end up being his friend on the show and sleeping on his couch. <laughs> hey, were you uh, surprised? Because yeah. you're a parent. You, everybody in this room is a parent. So we know we look for ways to connect with our kids, teenagers. And if it's music, great. If it's TV, even better, because they think everything we watch sucked or movies sucked. Were you surprised that when Fuller House came out that a new generation just loved it and then watched Full House? Well, I think what we do within the, the confines of the show is kind of like video comfort food for a lot of kids in that we say that we love each other, we hug each other, which, you know, to 
a lot of people it seems really sappy and saccharine and but but I think every kid needs that. I think every kid needs a sense of belonging and a sense of family and a sense of structure, even though we're this weird television family. I think kids have a real, you know, uh, soft spot for that, that love element that permeates, you know, through every Fuller Fuller House episode. So, um, so I wasn't really surprised. We, we knew what our fan base was and, you know, we weren't going to stray too far from that. Now, Dave, I recall you're going to be at uh, Ohio University on November the 5th. Tickets for that show go on sale today. I remember working colleges with you, going out to uh, whether it was the Student Union in Ann Arbor or at UCLA, we played that frat house with Gary Shandling. I remember those days. When you go now on college campuses, I don't want to say, I mean, we're the same age, you and I. But when with Bob passing and then Louis Anderson and Norm McDonald, used to be a comedian passed, it was Rickles. It was Bob Hope, that generation, right? Man, when it, it hits so close to home, do you feel old when you're on these campuses sometimes? Because, man, I sure would. I, uh, you know, I try to, to uh, keep my sensibilities very active. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, I don't want to say, oh, our generation was better. Than right, yours. right. I try to. You know, I try to enhance my relationship with them from the stage, which is, you know, I don't want to just go up and do dad jokes and, you know, have any kind of separation. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, I want to be kind of a, a glorified birthday clown up there. You know? <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I try to really go down the middle. I don't I don't try to. I mean, Jerry, you've seen my my shows. Yeah. I, I really try to just entertain and not be divisive and I don't really go after anybody. I just try to, you know, have as much fun as my audience. And, um, you know, uh, I know that I'm, you know, you know, completely different world than my audience, but I try to, for that hour or so, just try to get involved with their world and, and try and, uh, connect it with mine. And, and, you know, that's kind of the best outcome I can have because I'm not going to know what Taylor Swift's new song is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Hey, hey Dave, not- I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. And then I kind of wanted to follow up from, you know, your perspective of this. So one time, um, and Gene Simmons from Kiss talked about this. Ace Freely was doing a book, and he called him up and said, Hey, Gene, do you remember the time we were swimming, and I almost drowned, and you rescued me? And then Gene said, Well, I do remember that, but it wasn't you. You were passed out next to me, and it was Peter Chris, right? Yeah. So it, so I always remember that quote of, like, these rock stars doing these books, and then I read the Matt Sorum thing about you. So you wake up one day, you hear this stuff about Matt Sorum trying claims he, like, knocked you out, but what's the real story? Yeah, that was at Stamus's house, right? No, it was at Dave's house, right? Was it at your house, Dave? It was at it was the night of John Stamos's wedding to Rebecca Romaine. Okay. And uh, after the wedding reception, I moved uh, a party of about uh, maybe twelve of us to my house in Santa Monica. Well, Matt Sorum was was one of the guests that you know was invited uh-huh. over. And Stamos always told me, he said, I said, you know, I love Matt. He's just, you know, we laugh together. We have great times. He's a great guy. And John always said, well, there's, there's Matt and there's Mr. Hyde, you know, so just, uh, you know, beware. 
And I said, no, no, come on, not Matt, you know? And, and so um, Matt's ex-girlfriend was one of the people that were, you know, <laughs> at my house and Matt was um, passed out at the pool and he woke up and he saw his girlfriend in my hot tub. And uh, somehow that made him really upset. Um, <laughs> but he started throwing all of my potted plants in my pool. <laughs> and uh, I was like, whoa, whoa, dude, like what is going on? So uh, it took me and two other big dudes. Uh, we had to wrestle him out of my house. But I don't know why he said the part that he knocked me out. You know, people that were there that night that saw that post said, what is he talking about? Like, didn't you and 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 Vinny uh, throw him <laughs> out? And I was like, well, yeah, we threw him out of my house. And then they got him in a car. They took him home. And so I was he must have got the story from Ace Freely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I was a little disappointed that he just lied about that night. And, and people, you know, I've got 10 or 11 witnesses that said, like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Like, like, but I guess it's cool to punch the comedian. That's a real yeah. you know, that's the target. That's the guy you want to go after. The glamour. Trying to sell a book. for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who do you like in, uh, we're right in the smack dab middle of uh, the final four, or not in the middle of the beginning, though, the the final four in the Stanley Cup. Who you like it? Because, boy, if Colorado faced Tampa Bay, that would be a nice matchup. Well, I think that looks like the matchup, I think. I picked Colorado a couple of months ago. I just said they're a complete team. They just uh, – they play both ends of the ice. They're so fast. McKin, McKinnon uh, is just, you know, a powerhouse. Right. Um, I just don't think I don't think Edmonton has the same strengths all the way up the middle that uh, Colorado has. And Tampa uh, is playing like they're possessed. So I think we could see a three-peat. But my final pick is uh, is Colorado in seven. Are you still skating, Dave? I skate every Saturday morning. Okay. Yeah, I still do. Um, I guess it's called skating. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can actually be on the ice and fart, and I will go faster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, before we well, let you go, and we want to mention the show July 7th, do you have an embarrassing Jerry Elliott story? No. I don't think no. I, don't think I do. Uh, Jerry, Remember? do I? Well, recently, well, not m more recently, like what, 10 years ago, oh, eight, we did the Catholic Charity Show, and I was only hosting, it's not you headlined, and I brought you in, and I ended up getting dirty, because I was bombing, and so I, <laughs> it kept going into the gutter to try to pull it out, and it was bad. You were great, Dave, me not so much. It's tough not doing stand-up and then just trying to jump right back in when you haven't done it, you know? Yeah, it, it, I did a tour this past year that ended in December. I did 24 U.S. Air Force bases, and, um, you know, I had to do serious stage time to put an hour together for that, but it was it was a blast. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoy the challenge of stand-up, um, I've written so much new material that I, that I have to jump up on a stage and go and, and, you know, perfect it. But, you know, stand up's hard. I don't think people realize, you, you know, to be, you know, free and funny up there and make it look effortlessly. You've got to put in 
thousands of hours of effort. <laughs> hey, Dave, do you know which character on the old Andy Griffith show had an oxy problem? Had an oxy problem. Opioid say- Taylor. Oh, that is a dad joke. (laughs) You better be pulling your pants up when you say that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, thank you so much, Mr. Couillet. You're always such a a treat to have on the show. I really, really appreciate it, Torgan. I just love you, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, a big hello to all your listeners and if you can find Pure Flix, come and see us on uh, 7-7. We're oh, with, uh, just an online streamer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys.